it, if I don't know, I was desperate. You got to like, your stage name, You want me to pull up for 100 bucks? Oh, I couldn't do it, bro. <laughs> yeah, so start dancing. Good. Started as an East Coast vibe. Now I'm going worldwide. We got this bitch going crazy. I used to take the monster for a drive. Now well, we're live. Um, I got on the podcast today, Versity Kings. We got Tyler Teague, Dylan Zardy. Dylan's <laughs> Dylan Zartman. Dylan Fartman. <laughs> Dylan Fartman Zartman. First time I've heard that one. Um, yeah, so that was the first time he's heard that one. And uh, in addition to that, I wanted to get these guys on here, and I wanted to open up real quick. Um, you know, both of these guys, you know, not being able to sell insurance well, we wanted to get them. <laughs> uh, no, nah, but seriously, how you guys been? You know what I mean? Outside of, you know, not being able to sell insurance. It's been tough. Flipping, <laughs> flipping burgers. Flipping burgers. Stealing from grannies. Yeah, let's go. No, it's been good. Yeah, just, yeah. Just Drove down to... from Ohio or flew down? Drove. Drove. What's it? A four-hour drive? Four and a half. Four five. Yeah. Yeah, four and a half. Five. Go airports like terrible, right? I mean, yeah. I'm always if it's <laughs> over an hour, I'm flying. Yeah, it was like because a road of the trip. field. Yeah, the because field. Of the the field has absolutely caused me to not drive whatsoever. That's what's crazy, bro. We've never been in the field. Seriously? Ever once. Oh, Dude, fuck, man. Yeah, we joined literally right when shit, like, I think I was there two, three weeks after they made the giant virtual announcement. We gotta stop this podcast. I got two pussies on here. <laughs> <laughs> Save them on. We gotta stop. So, yeah, I spent two years in the field, and um, I think I did, like, 150,000-something miles over two years. And I calculated out, like, you know, mile per hour, how many miles. I divided that 60 by uh, the hours and the days. And, like, I took all the hours in, uh, in comparison to the miles and it was like 93 days that i spent straight in driving. A, just straight Jeez. just pure driving uh my out of my first two years and i was like i'm never gonna drive again i told simon last year you know we were you know going around and i was like one of my goals is to have a driver in the next few years i don't care if it's across the street you know what i mean like i'm gonna have i'm gonna have a driver uh, and, and, and you know some of the next few years aside from getting a lambo and things like that but in addition to those 93 days in the car i wrecked like five or six times so my car insurance to this day <laughs> like that that ram out there is 400 500 horsepower it's 450 dollars a month in car insurance which just for that yeah which is the cheapest it's been since i was 16 17 years old the highest my car insurance has been at some points has been 1500 1700 a month a month speed and crashing everything you speed and crashing but like i've you know I'll give myself kudos because i've never wrecked awake except one time you know what I mean? it's, it's always been asleep and people are like oh you, you must have been on drugs or something you know what I mean? it's like no motherfucker the drug was i didn't sleep you know what i mean like yeah, yeah yeah that was that was the drug so from ohio you guys drove down from ohio yep. yeah what part of ohio are you guys staying in i go to school in cincinnati but i'm from columbus cincinnati the Bengals are going to the super bowl yeah. dude they're practicing at uh university right now Right? On our practice field. Yep. That's stupid, dude. All the buses pulled up, all the kids show up. That's them. stupid, dude. Burrow be my daddy. Yeah? Yeah, dude, dude. he says some weird shit. <laughs> it's a good yeah. time. <laughs> I, I like didn't pick on to that, and then I'm like, oh, think yeah, these it. college girls are for sure saying dude. that shit. <laughs> like, See, like, we need to get them, like, like you know, like, focused on insurance. He's like, I'll you know show you some like, footballs. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Get these, get these ladies knowing with, like, some longevity and some passive income, baby. That's what you know saying. what I mean? Yeah, Them bro. NFL pensions ain't ain't like these renewals. I can <laughs> tell you that. Um, dope, dude. So you're in Cincy. You're in? Columbus. Columbus. Yeah. How close? Now, I've, I've driven through both of these areas, but I'm thinking of, like, Cleveland, Marcus and them. Like, how close are you guys to those offices? 
hour and a half from hour and a half to Cincinnati to Columbus, another hour and a half from Columbus to Cleveland. Yep. So you're three hours so from four hours from four hours. from Marcus. Okay. I'm like hour and forty five minutes, two hours. So like me. Do you guys go up once a Cleveland. month or anything? I go up there like I, I'm either I mean, my girlfriend drives from there like three, four times a week. Yeah. And then I'll go up there at least once a month usually. Once a yeah, month. We'll see Marcus every now and like every, Every month or so, at least something like that, or yep. get on a Zoom call together. And so, whatnot. what office do you guys go into? An office, or are you just guys completely virtual right now? Uh, both. Yeah. So both. Like, what office do you go into? My room. But the people that are in Columbus, though, like yeah, like, like a, our you, RJs and MJs, they go in sometimes. Yeah. Um, but a lot of our people, just like me, are in school. Yeah. So it's all virtual. So our office is like five, six, seven, eight, nine people. Yeah. Even though we got over a hundred people. In the yeah. Damn, but, but they're not like on our team. So like the main like. Me and Teague will like run. I'll typically like to run or be around like our team, um, and ninety percent of our teams like spread out, so it's hard to get them all in the office. Yeah. Okay. Double ch- double check, Aiden. Are all mics recording and everything? All good. Yeah. You feel really good. Yeah. All right. Cool. I always like to just double check. <laughs> we fucked up two or three in the very beginning. Um, podcast. I like sometimes like to just resolidify, make sure everything's cool. But yeah, before dude, we get into an hour, everybody's hour working talk. all virtual for the most part. All virtual. Who's the yeah. biggest? Who's the biggest? So you guys both SSBH. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now who's the biggest MGAs out of there right now? Ours. Chuma. Yours. Yep. So you. So you're GA SA yep. underneath Chuma. Chuma right? and Chase Miller's are MGAs RGA. and RGAs. Okay. Yep. Okay. Cool. And yep. then the next question I had was, how long have you guys been with the company? So I started in April of 2020, just like Dylan said. Yeah. Year two after virtual, so coming up on two years here. Two years? Yeah, dude. I'm like a year and almost a half. Year and a half? Almost, okay. yeah. Year and some months. So when did you start? Like, uh, I remember like it's I tattooed, started. It's tattooed on you, bro. Yeah, like it was August. <laughs> okay. You got I'm a sure tat? Yeah, yeah, he's got it on exact, his shoulder. Exact date. Yeah. A, a tat for working here or just a tat yeah, of the tat date? When I started date. selling insurance. Ah. For specifically coming into <laughs> SSBH. Oh, okay. Do you have SSBH tatted on you? No. He did though. Okay. He wanted because I have really various good. agencies tatted on me. Yeah, I know. Dylan, you have to. Yeah, 2017. I don't like our logo. SSBH. <laughs> I'd get AIL tat on me. Oh but. shit! Yeah, I'm calling Bulldog, yeah. and I'm calling Hartwig. Yeah, the Bulldog. <laughs> on the logo. Yeah, you got to get a Bulldog. No. I'll no. send you some <laughs> options. <laughs> no way. Yeah. You got to get it right above your butt. So. <laughs> so wait, how old are both of you? Uh, I'll be 21 in May. 21 in May. Yeah. 21, turn 21 in October. You turn 21. Are you 21 now? He'll be 22 yeah. in October. Okay, I turn 21 in October. Okay. He's a little slow. You gotta okay. All right, out. dope. <laughs> dope. So you guys are young. Young yeah, as fuck. Dude. All right, dope. So how'd you guys get involved in the company? I'm not going to lie. I saw Chuma had, I was like 19, right? And I was like working as a security guy bouncer. Yeah. And I saw on Instagram. My buddy, who I had known for a long time, had another buddy, Chuma. Yeah. And I saw on his Instagram he had a Hellcat. Yeah, I and remember then, his Hellcat. Yeah. And I just was like, right off the bat, I was like, this guy's like 22 and he's got a Hellcat. Yeah, yeah. And it was just weird for me for a second because I was like, man, I would love to have like a car like that. And then I just started thinking, like, I want to make money. Like, and yeah. then I just used them like, up. How can I become a male stripper and get a Hellcat? No. Dude, I actually looked into that shit. in high school. One of my dudes I got on the podcast. We were thinking like we need to make more money. You know what I mean? Like we were selling a little bit of drugs. You know what I mean? Doing things, working odd jobs, and we were like, bro, we could make more money. We know we're good looking. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, oh. we were like, let's just 
let's just make an ad on Craigslist and be like, you know, we'll be like male strippers. You know what I mean? For like your parties. You know what I mean? <laughs> what, really you got like, to figure out your stage name, bro. And, and I don't know. I was desperate. You got to figure <laughs> like, out your stage name, You want know, to pull up for a hundred bucks? Oh, I couldn't do it, bro. <laughs> yeah, so start good. dancing. So not right. <laughs> Pull up and meet Mr. Snicker. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Oh, my so I'll be dancing with the freedom of choice between my butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you? How did you get? How did you get started? Who did you see? What did you see? What like? What got you into the song insurance? So yeah, so went transferred to Cincinnati, looking for an internship. Transferred from where? Columbus State. Columbus College. State. Okay. Yep. All my friends were in Cincinnati, so I was like, Yeah, I'm done. Being in Columbus, I'm going to go. So where'd you adventure. grow up? Columbus. You grew up in Columbus. Went to Columbus. Went to Columbus State Community College. I always stop at that shopping center in Easton, Columbus. Players? The biggest one. Players. Easton's the biggest. Oh. The they biggest have one. like outside stores where we, you can Well, walk we used to drive through them. there. When we, yeah, outside you walk through. Yeah, there's Easton, a movie yeah. theater. Yeah, Easton, yep. Yeah, we used to drive through when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Because my parents, my mom, when they split up, she was from Pennsylvania, dad in Arkansas. Right. We drove through Columbus, so we'd stop there because I have a little sister, and she liked American Girl doll. So we'd stop there. I would look for Jordans and shit, but yep. it was the worst time of my life. Two hours in the American Girl doll. So it was <laughs> the worst time of my Did life. Did you get in trouble for taking their clothes off? Or? Yeah, yep, absolutely. <laughs> taking them off, putting them on me. You know what I mean? Confused time. Oh, God. <laughs> you know how today is. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you grew up in Columbus. Columbus. Yep. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Powell, Powell like Ohio. Twenty minutes north. So of it's Columbus. like it's okay. yeah, it's pretty much Columbus. Okay. But it's like a nicer area, kind of suburb. Did Chuma area. grow up in Columbus too? He's no. from like Wooster. Yeah. Where's that? It's like a Wooster. <laughs> it's in the middle of nowhere. So it's like between uh TikTok Live. It's like an hour and a half from Columbus towards <laughs> Cleveland. It's like one of the off brand, like off brand side ones. It's it's like a country, out like just country city. Yeah, pretty much. So not, not a lot of neighborhoods, more open houses, shit like that. So with you guys growing up out that way, um, I think the next thing I wanted to ask is, what did your parents do? Easy, mom, stay at home mom, pretty much. She uh, went everything from like IRS collections. Yeah. So she was like. On the commission game, too. Coming for you. Yep. And then my dad, he's a union electrician, and now he's a union operator. So, okay. Kind of the nice IUOE? Come in. Yep. Operating engineer? Yep. He's not Damn. a dunk, though. What's that? <laughs> he's not a dunk. You know what I mean? Like, if you got his hard card. That's what yeah. we refer to those like, people that are laydowns. Oh, okay. He's, he's not? not? Nah. I he's bet he is. I don't, I don't know, dude. I bet he is. <laughs> yeah. My parents didn't like me, so I'm just going to see <laughs> I don't my, know. I mean, if you, I could probably sell him right now. Probably could. Then he's a dunk. Nah, not so. He'd fuck. He'd fuck with me too much. I don't He'd know, be a dude. red light. Yeah. I know like, those people that aren't. I'm not interested in buying anything. <laughs> no, I would get him right now for everything he has. But yeah, dude, that was that was what's up. Uh, <laughs> it'd be like probably a pack of monster and some menthol cigarettes. Did, but did you have any siblings? Huh? Yeah, you I have got uh, one other younger brother. He's 19. He yep. lives out in California. So yeah. he's only 19, and then I got a seven-year-old half brother. So okay. Big difference there. Cool. So do you have like a stepmom, stepdad? No. So my dad, he, he has his girlfriend. That's like, that's me and my older brother. So they split up? Your parents split up? Yep. Never okay. been together. Uh, split up since I was like three. My brother was one. Yeah. They've been split up. And then when my mom was 36, this other dude she'd been talking to for a couple years. Yep. Had a kid. And uh, now we're here. Seven, yep. 19, and 21. So who are you closest with in your life? Probably the people that we work with, dude. So who's like your closest person? Probably Zartman. Zartman? Yeah, dude. Like brothers. Is that the same for you too? Is that like your closest person in your life right now? Yeah. Well, you got that girlfriend right now too. Yeah, I'd say okay. So (laughs) yeah, 
You sound so, real no, no. close. <laughs> yeah, he wanted right. one bedroom at the hotel. I'd say I'd say closest person in my life, um, f- like outside of the business for everything is probably Jamie. Yeah, your girl. My girl How long you guys been together? Dude, not not long, about half a year, a <laughs> little over half a year. All six right. months. Seven it's all right, months. dude. You can have love at first yeah. sight, bro. I That's... wouldn't say it's at first sight. I just think like the Lord brought her to me. Like she's a really special girl. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say my girlfriend over Dylan outside the business. Like it's one of the you know when you, you find that rare. You, you, once you find it, like you gotta hold on to it. It's like, like type of shit. Them psycho girls. Yeah, bro. The hotter they are, the more psycho <laughs> they are. I will say that. Yep. I think he's got the cut on his face. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. He's like, when I'm asleep, beat me, please. No. <laughs> so, what about you? What about your parents? Yeah, bro. So, un- union parents, but they're non union. My dad's a firefighter, big time firefighter. Yep. Um, mom was a teacher, but my dad, like, my my parents were always fairly wealthy. They weren't rich or anything. But my dad, like, always was able to provide, so my mom would work, you know, here and there when she needed to, when she felt like it. Yeah. Um, my dad, like, respect, ton of respect to him because, you know, now I'm older, I realize it. Didn't not get along well at all when we were younger, though. It was really tough growing up. So, like, how it worked, though, was he, he was, like, very entrepreneurial. Yeah. Um, went from a firefighter, didn't get a college degree because had a rough time in college, you know, just got kicked out and shit. Similar to me, actually, like, when I got older, but. He could just provide for my. You got kicked out of college? No, no, I just was like like him a lot. Yeah, I I dropped out of college. Yeah. Second, I started doing this shit, bro. This shit changed my life. I was like, I'm all in. Yep. I like had that like obsession like right off the bat. So why are you still in college? Uh, just it's it's hard to explain. Completion mindset. Completion mindset. Like I'm already I'm a junior, so I'll be a senior next year. Yep. Um, I'd be like the only one in the family to have like the full four year degree. Yep. It's a lot of outside pressure. So to make it easier on the biz and number two, number two, that I think most important, the exposure that you can give of what we do yep. to the people that we are with, right? Yeah. Sitting in class, you know, hanging out, making mutual stuff like that. Yeah. I agree. It's a lot easy to bring yeah. them in and show them the opportunity. Yeah. Do you guys play any sports in high school, school growing up? Hell yeah. Yeah. Dylan did cheerleading. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <not. laughs> You're going to hear the show all podcasts, just constant, like little retarded jokes. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> So what about you? What sports other than cheerleading? Uh, I was doing, you know, wrestling for, for a period of time, and then you know, my main one was just football. There's a lot of wrestlers, uh, you know, in your guys' culture. So has anybody like challenged you and been like, I think you should go against Bo. No. Fucking Bo, no way. How big is he? He's, he's a just big like kid. out of dude. The thing it's about big, Bo, bro. he's like he's like crazy. Like he'll he'll beat the fuck out of someone. He's not like huge though. Yeah, his diet's like wood. He's got some crazy like stories. Metal. Yeah, so he's just a gra- he's just a grappler. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. He doesn't know. He was just a really good wrestler. He doesn't do jujitsu. He's like doesn't do it anymore. I don't. Think. Okay. He went to college. I think he was like a computer at states a couple times. Yeah. Good dude. Dope. Big beefy dude. Yeah. 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 I was gonna say he looked like a beefy dude. <laughs> yeah. So nobody challenges you to step up to the mats. No, bro. I, I don't like doing that shit. Like, cause uh, like I'm the type of person. Like, I'm either all in or I'm all out. So like, I literally try to avoid like fighting yeah. or anything at every kind. I can't mess with my friends. Like, I can't. I can't do that because I get too angry. Like, I lose my emotional control real quick. Yeah. And it'll just get real, real quick. Like, yeah. I found with dudes especially, like, yeah, I used to, like, wrestle with my buddies and shit, but it yep. just get real fast. That, that's what that one dude that, And then uh, you're fighting, then you're fighting. That does jiu-jitsu with Simon. His name's, like, Mayoin. Mayoin. He's, like, taller, skinnier dude, like, 39. Oh, Jermaine. Jermaine. We were oh, at yeah, Cash Jermaine. Money, and he was like, oh, dude, I've been watching your stuff. And he, like, grabbed Dylan. Dylan's getting pissed. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was not getting pissed. He, he pinned him cool. against the cool. wall. No, he was cool. Yeah, he, he was just showing wall. me some shit. We were just going through some. Yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. He didn't get my jujitsu better. He, he, he said, "Ben, pin me, please." 
<laughs> Dude, oh my god. <laughs> he it's said, so bad. He said, pin me, please. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah, dude, I, I thank God I'm back in my jits. Um, probably like a year, two years of, of some jiu-jitsu training. You think you got, so you got You got some good... Good basics. I have a good. I have a good shit. base. That's it. I have a good base. I ripped my knee in half. Uh, yeah, I saw. I saw that towards shit. the yeah. towards the end of my first year. T- I was showing Connor White leg locks, and that was still when he was on a fuck ton of trembolone, and oh, fuck. Uh, he didn't like know the move, and I wasn't gonna tap out, so I let him like just rip it. <laughs> I just let him rip it. It just popped. You don't feel like legs don't really hurt. They hurt after. You yeah. know what I mean? So, this fucking thing snaps. Let him snap, pull my leg out of it, and choke him out. You know what I mean? So it was actually the glory was mine to have. We're fifty fifty. We've 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 as long uh, as you won. Yeah, he's the only there's two people I've three people I've lost to. Simon, obviously. Dude, is <laughs> he time. a black belt? Yeah, I mean yeah, he's, he's, been he's doing black belt too, tank, dude. dude. Yeah, he's absolute fucking ant. After I saw him win that comp, I was in, like, in fuck. addition to just how fucking strong he is, it's the technique, which is a thousand percent I mean, mm. there's I've been thrown around by girls. You know what I mean? Let me just put it out there. Like, there's, some, <laughs> there's some girls. You get there. into it because of Simon. Yeah. I, well, I mean, when I when I once I started to have some success, he started to invite me up to uh, you know our, outside of working out with him, he started to invite me up to train with him. So 6 a.m. Right. I'd start doing jujitsu and then boxing. So I can I can do mm-hmm. one too. You know what I mean? Like I got a decent like footwork outside yeah. of like you know what I mean, just scrapping. You know what I mean? And then but the jujitsu is what we stuck with, and we we did that for probably about a year before I got shipped off to Nebraska, and I would train from six to seven he'd tell me to rinse off real quick get back to the office and get on the phones by 7 30 so that was my so my routine's always been in between 4 30 to 6 30 my my whole career i always tell everybody that because they're like your life looks easy now i'm like yeah okay. i mean it, it, i, I it, remember it's watching you yeah i mean it's it's for sure easier i guess but it's been the same shit at every level so right. it's definitely possible <clears throat> but no, so you were into wrestling, football. Anything exciting happened? School, growing up, no, any dude. exciting memories? He's a he's a professional skateboarder. Oh, what? Tell him, bro. What? No. Let's no. go, dude. So he was just a no. longboarder. No, he does. He wears those gloves with the metal and yeah, slides. Yeah, longboarder, bro. Look at him. Built for oh. it. So nothing crazy. Any funny ass memories? Fucking crazy memories. Yeah, bro. I was just like a normal, you know, high school kid, just like to yeah. party, have When'd fun. When'd you lose your virginity? Oh, dude, I was I was later. I was like a sophomore in high school. What do you mean you were later? I feel like it's an okay time. I, I feel like most kids now no, are losing it like 16 freshmen. Yeah, sophomore in high school was 15, 16. I was 15. I think I was like 16. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess that's not that young. I don't know why I feel like This cat young. not answering. He's still virgin. Yeah, <laughs> still virgin. He's <laughs> <laughs> never been laid. <laughs> I mean, that's all right. You know what I mean? Like, no, I support okay, that marriage. Sh- 17. 17, yeah. dog. Hell yeah. Later. Dope, dude. Nerd. <laughs> so yeah, we can't be type, piping down the homeless people like you do. When you're like eight or nine, <laughs> rolling through Arkansas. You put the cowboy hat on them, or do you no, let them ride? So you? the serious thing, I had an attractive cousin. And I didn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <That's fun. laughs> no, she was. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, up, so, so what about funny ass memories for you guys growing up? I remember setting myself on fire once. Couple dude, times. I had a. Uh, you guys do that. That vine challenge with the running alcohol? I don't alcohol? know. I did no. I just put regular gasoline on. Just me. for fun. Yeah, yeah we were at some I party. I remember watching you do that when you guys were on your Arizona trip too, and you jumping in the pool when it, I first came to the, the business. I, someone posted an Instagram like video that. or some shit, and yeah. I was like, "This dude's crazy." Gasoline. I did that. There was another thing. I think I got it on the top of the car. I've I've been I've done this a lot, but like recorded, got on the top of the top. I got on top of a Urus. 
on a highway in Miami. That was crazy. <laughs> and some like investigator or something like held up his badge. You know what I mean? Oh, some like out of the car cop or something was like, get the fuck down. And I was like, dude, that's insane. So I was, I was more nervous about that. Um, about getting a ticket. Yeah. But t- if of the you've car. ever seen the, uh, kid getting tackled in Taco Bell wearing blue and white equipment in Taco Bell and like just getting tackled over the counter. That was me. Really? Like, yeah. So that was all like, I remember, I remember signing a contract with world star, just a W nine when I was 16. No way. Yeah, just from, Fuck. cause I was putting out like one or good one, one video. That's what's crazy, bro. A month. It was like Vine videos back yeah. in the day. Yeah. That shit was popping. It's like shit was popping. It's like what about you? What's the craziest shit you guys done growing up? Dude, Dude you're pretty vanilla dog. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I was like a kid in high school, bro. I had such strict parents, right? I couldn't get away with anything. Like, my mom and dad would, tr- like, they were obsessed with, like, religion, I felt like. Yeah. So, like, they actually turned me away from my faith a lot growing up. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Forced into church. Yeah, forced into church. Not, like, not like forced into church. They just were obsessed with, like, having us be obsessed with, uh, with God and to them. That meant like going to church every Sunday, not drinking, not smoking, like not doing anything. Your yep. your friends have Hand to check. all fall God, all that shit. Really, really tough. So yeah, I like went crazy in high school. Um, One of the pastor remember, kids. Yeah, yeah bro. I remember when I graduated. No, no, not when I graduated. When I was younger. Is that why you got a peanut allergy now? What are you talking about? <laughs> so when you graduated, <laughs> why? Yeah, this dude just keeps saying some bullshit. Um, no, when I was. Like, first time I ever got drunk, I just remember I was, like, older, like, yeah. 16, because it was so hard, like, I couldn't get around my parents. Older. <laughs> okay. Is that the same night you had to put the dog in the cage and put the peanut butter away? No, I was probably actually I 17. I'm sorry, 17. Yeah, and I just got drunk, dude, and, like, it just hit me. I, like, chugged this bottle of Fireball, not knowing what alcohol would do to me, got super hammered. Buddy was driving to the grocery store because we were super young, and we ran out of alcohol. It was too late to get anything, so I, I just ran in the Kroger and was, like, Grabbed a bunch of shit, ran out. That Hit was probably, a lick. Yeah, bro. That was probably yeah. the craziest shit I ever did yep. in high school. You didn't get caught? Uh, no. Did not get caught. Uh, Damn, hey. dude. I hit so many licks. You can send it in now. I'm yeah. reporting you. Do it. What kind, <laughs> shit, what kind of shit are you stealing, though? Everything. Man, I like I... I remember I was a bad kid. I was hitting licks on, like, people. Did you, you ever get... Mean? Did you ever get, like, charges and shit? I had two underages. Okay. Uh, but nothing else. I was always That's slick good. enough, fast enough. We didn't have What you what do you think afterwards? Or... After you like hit a lick on people? Were you just like, <laughs> damn, I, I fucking got it? You're like Yeah, I mean Damn, this grandma was laying on the ground. Like what well, at, at a certain age, like 'cause like the my my dad like, you know, had a weird right way of like raising me for the six years that I knew him. And it was like indoctrinating my mind with like Sparta and Spartans oh, yeah, and Scarface. That was all we watched. You know what I mean? Like there was no pain allowed in the house. He would work me out. You know what I mean? R- like make me fight kids. Well, every Friday night we would go down to the barn and they he, all his brothers, cousins, they, everybody brings their kids and you bet on them. Like cockfighting. Really? Like, and yeah. So down in Arkansas? Yeah. They would bet on us. fight. Like So like my mind, like I after he was out of the picture, I just kind of evolved down that dark-sided path of like i just wanted to be a plug you know what i mean in my mind like i really just wanted to be some like pablo escobar you know what i mean scarface killer type of 
type of person. So for me, it kind of corresponded with what it is that I I had previously desired, Mm. you know. So I always got like a thrill and adrenaline. You know what I mean? So like you wanted to like go back and see how much more you could get, or how many times you could do it without yeah, like like I I've always wanted to like take over the world. You know what I mean? Like this this is just a good place to do it with with good intentions. (laughs) You know what I mean? And and good morals. Powerful figure. Yeah. Figure in life. Yeah. 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 So. I think that kind of resonated with with how I was raised. Like those right. are the seeds that were planted for me. What's like the most like va- like most of value item that you got from that? From the old lifestyle, yeah, or like from, from like what I watched you. From, from how, so specifically in regard to how I was raised, or from how I was living. Like just like like what you said, like like robbing people. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know what I really got from from like robbing you know, from, people. I, I would say from how your dad raised you, like the hardness of it. You know? Yeah. I I would say it, it probably, uh, you know, I'd say the advantage that I got would be the emotionless desire that I have to just relentlessly win at all costs. You know what I mean? There's nothing yeah. that I'm tied to. You know what I mean? So it was it was very easy. You know what I mean? When when Simon took me aside in my first three or four months, he was like, "You have to mentally prepare for." any and all negative outcomes in life, losing people, you know what I mean? Parents dying, friends dying, girlfriends dying, whatever, whatever it is, you know what I mean? It, people like just think of the most extreme form of loss. It's usually death, you know? So it was like, it was very, very quickly for me to easily understand that. Cause I remember my dad telling me at five, six years old, he was like, you got to be cool with your mom and grandma dying. Cause I could kill him. You know what I mean? He was actually a psychopath. So like, you know, me hearing that as a kid though, like I didn't know what he was talking about wanting to kill my mom and my grandma and shit. But like, um, but like I, for me, I think it would probably just be like the, the maybe slight tendencies of like, maybe like a sociopath, but like using him for good. Right. You know what I mean? Where right. it's like, it's I, I don't give a fuck. Using you know it towards I mean? the business. I'm going to just win. Do you think you like with what you got going on now? Like, You've added that like side of like showing of like not emotional for people, but like that sympathy or empathy. Oh, I've had to. Yeah, that was my biggest weakness is not having any empathy. That's why I was in the field for two years. You know what I mean? Right. Where, where you can come in, you can come in five six months and be out of the field like Joey. You know what I mean? Like right. individuals like Greg Rudolph and you know you don't even have to be a celebrity figure like Shazier won't be in the field. I, I don't imagine. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you. I think a, a big piece of that is you know you're in a hundred percent commission. I think your leadership style has to be one percent. You know, if if it, it doesn't even necessarily need to be negative, but a delivery and correspondence with accountability, because you're a hundred percent a commission. As long as the people that you're hiring know that, you know, your paycheck corresponds with with your input and your right. output. Whatever you put into this, whatever you're putting out into this, whatever it might be, is what you're going to get out of it. You know, right, so yeah. it's like it's in your hands. I'm just going to love you and encourage you. You know what I mean? If you want anything negative, look at your results you didn't get for the work you didn't do. Amen. Opposed oh, yeah. to me, I when I look back to all of like the aggressive shit, where like, where like John, you know what I mean, like where I was so aggressive on John and Rob, and and it, it simply is what it is. You, know you what feel I mean? like, like, like they were like the lucky ones that could take it, and if there was somebody else, but it only lasts for so long. You know right. what I mean? Like to a point, once we started buttonhead so much, John was like, "Fuck this," which I would be too. Right? Maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some people were like. You know what I mean? It's like, think of somebody, like, even knowing how much money you're making, how much, you know what I mean, that, that they love and care for you. It's like, if, so I'd say the biggest lesson for me would probably be finding that balance of that. What So it's like, it's almost like a double-edged sword. As good as it brings for myself, it can also bring an equivalent amount of bad. Right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. any amount of excessive pressure is going to burn out 
most people. I Very agree. few individuals. And, and even if even if you're not burning out, like I could give a fuck less. You know what I mean? Even if you don't burn out somebody like myself, you might still get more out of positive encouragement and positive uh, constructive criticism opposed to negative. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I, there's studies shown even with, with negativity. It brings down an individual's energy, like physically. Like right. there's chemicals and things that respond to how does you communicate to an individual and, and then a positive approach to somebody actually brings their energy up. So I think that's kind of my, my take on how I was raised and how it benefits. But at the same time, what are the cons, the potential cons as well, finding that balance. Right. And that's kind of how I've evolved over the years. So that's like, not like vigorousness, right? Is that even a word? Vigor? Vigorousness. I don't know. Maybe? It's kind of, no, kind of it's weird. Not a word. I don't know, but like being like, not like aggressive towards people. Like over time, yeah, just it like might be you're in college. That. I don't know. Nah, I don't go to class. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be skipping class. Not really. It's all virtual. It's oh, virtual. let's see here what some of these comments say. Somebody Sheikah Forever said, "It's giving fat fat pussy lips." Just saying, and that's okay. <laughs> I don't know who that's about. Dylan loves it. <laughs> that's his Instagram name. That's hilarious. So um, the next question I wanted to ask: Parents growing up, funny ass stories. You had a vanilla life. Um, oh, I wouldn't say it was a vanilla life. I just you hit a lick once. Normal. Yeah, yeah, but you normal, you went nuts from from the hyper religious household. Are you on better terms now with your parents? Dude, I am, but it was really rough. I yeah. got kicked out for selling insurance. Um, the come in oh, business remember. was rough. It was tough so. Where do you live me. now? Where do you guys live? I live in Columbus. Where do you live though? Apartment downtown. Yeah, apartment. Yep, dope. So you got an apartment. You're on campus. Yep, and then when I come back to Columbus, I stay with Dylan. Okay, yep. cool. You like your apartment? Uh, it was my first apartment I got into since the business, and it's just like a really expensive apartment for where it's at. But worst, the apartment yeah. itself is not. That was my worst expense when I first moved out. Yeah. Was apartment. was yeah? I was selling. You know, if you figure my first year, I did two hundred thousand, so I was doing twenty five thousand a month. You know what I mean? 20, yeah. Yeah. So like twenty five, thirty thousand a month, and my apartment was fifteen hundred. Yeah, mine's eighteen hundred, but it's not. It's not as but nice. I look what I and I realized I was never home. I was always in the field, so I was never home. And I was like, it was seven hundred square feet too, eight hundred square feet. Oh, and shit. I was like, dude, this shit is extremely expensive. So you just got it to got it. I got a so I I got it to get out because they said to get close to the office. But I never realized the best way to build a business is for you to you know compound your efforts. And get many individuals involved. So not only can you get better because you're forced to get people around you and it forces you to want to be on your own. Mm -hmm. But, you know, aside from a few months, I've always had someone live with me, even up to this point of living mainly at the office. Do you really like live at the office? Yeah. Do you have six months? Do you have an apartment? I had three. So I blew a fuck ton of money last year on apartments. Nice ass apartments around the area. Uh But I started to realize the apartments that I like are in the city, and I'm not going to drive two hours because I told you guys I hate driving. Yeah. The other option would be buy a house. There's no way that I'm going to, ha- one, have the capital to take out of the business to put into buying the house that I would want to have. Right. Right? So it doesn't yeah. make – it makes zero sense. So what do you do? I stay at the office. You legit don't pay for any rent right now at an apartment? This bitch is 15000 a month. Okay. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> personal rent. like, like Yeah. Uh, personal rent. Fuck now. You don't have a house or nothing right nope, now? Nope, nothing since since June since June of uh, last year. So you're really living at the office yep. day in, day out? Yeah, so November to June, I had three different apartments. Probably lost 30, 40 bands there. Had a, had a girlfriend that I tried to move out. Didn't work out. 
let her stay in the apartment. She actually like, like that's why I kind of moved out of that one too. She kind of like fucked it up a little bit after we split up. Let her stay there. She moved back, and uh, I just came in the office. I was like, "Fuck this! I hate driving. My favorite place to be is at the office." Why you stay? You know what I mean? So that's like, crazy, bro. Yeah. So that's impressive. I just signed a lease over there, across the street, three years. Save a couple dollars. Bigger space, higher quality space. I'll do another three year stint. You know what I mean? Doesn't make any sense. One, it adds to the story. Right. Two, it allows me to reinvest more back into either personal recruiting, the business, myself, whatever it might be. So makes zero sense. Um, yeah, I don't have any I could see myself living at the office for the next fifteen years, ten years if unless like some crazy ass you know what I mean? Like if I got this like wife that convinced me to like get an apartment, maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. I would consider that. Cause like house wise I would want more of like, like a Bill Zerian setup in Texas. You know what yeah, I mean? Just like in case. Suite. Yeah. So I like more like a ranch, Independent. something like that, Modern like house, an underground yeah. bunker with like whatever, turrets like, and shit. Like just what, in case like the world went to shit, where I could just like have a tank. You know what I mean? Just shit like that. Jet, helicopter, just all like That's a ranch. Like, what Rogan's got? It's like a like a fortress. Yeah. Like a kind of like a compound. Like, compound. You, you know go. what I mean? Like, yeah. I would want something like that, just in case, you know what I mean? Whatever yep. happened, just blow some shit up, too. I just I would like to start shooting shit, you know? Yeah, I bought an AR recently. Yeah, yes. Because that shit, bro. So, I got scared, and I got rid of my, uh, my guns, because Chicago's so fucking nuts about having guns. Yeah, bro, they're, they're fucking crazy. I couldn't get into restaurants downtown without having these Vax cards and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, no, I don't it, need none of that ridiculous. shit. And it's one of the reasons why it's like, I'm here to just make money and do business. But, like, my heart wants to be in an extremely free state, mm. you know, uh, which I'm leaning towards Texas right now. And, and you know, but I, I really could care less of how long it's going to take me to yeah. to get there. You know what I mean? My right. main focus is just building a sucker up and just being number one, you know, in, in the world. So whatever it takes, it's kind of yeah. the mindset. I'm with you. So, so that's pretty much what so I So they got an with. office down there in Texas now, huh? Yeah, yeah. We have an office in Dallas through Arias, Maine, but I could – uh, I can move people down there if I'd like. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just a matter of developing individuals that want to go down there. So, but we got a lot of people here. We got three, four million people, I think, just in the city. Shit. Or just within, like, the metropolitan area of Chicago. Yeah. So, it's dope as fuck. What do you guys, uh, what do you guys drive right now? Dylan? All right, dude. He's <laughs> asked me this. So, like, bro, I've crashed. You know those lime I, I crashed my, no, I don't drive that. I crashed my, uh. I'm just driving a normal Honda Civic right now. Yep. I crashed my Mustang that I bought four months in the business. Didn't have insurance at the time. Yeah. Uh, so I just burned burned the, the whole amount of the car. Had to pay it all off myself. So I got two car loans that's out right now. That's what happened to my one Jag. And I lost, I think I tell everybody that's the most money. I. The week before I, I think, I want to say it was the day. Like I like, remember hearing the story It was like two days podcast. after yeah. I found out about becoming an SGA. I go back. Got this new intake, like sick, dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. Let's figure this shit out. Yeah. Flying, and this fucking old lady just cuts me off, and I didn't have. I t- I canceled the insurance on it because I was like, what I was doing is like saving money. I would, I yeah, would, bro. I, I wasn't about it. to pay for some bullshit insurance. That's what I, would, my thought I was, was like, I'll keep it one month until like they get, like the loaner gets uh, a notice, yeah. and I was saving like a month or two months of money, so I was on a month off oh. of insurance, and I still had forty five thousand or something left That's on the way. Smack the tree. Yeah, so Shit. I was like, what I pay, what I did was I paid to fix it, and it was like thirty grand. You know what I mean? It was yeah, like don't 30, put it on your insurance. Bro. Thirty-five thousand. I paid to fix it, and then I sold it, 
and I lost three grand selling it. So all said and done, because I put 10 grand into it, I probably put $50,000 into a car that I got for 30. And then the F-Type, I lost six grand selling that one. And then I just Even got into the ring. Without it like, is right now? Like yeah, well, market? yeah, well, because, well, one, it was, a, it was, uh, it was a, it was the, it wasn't the F type R, you know what I mean? So, so I still bought it a little higher. So it's like, even with the car market being great, it doesn't matter because if you're buying into a car market like this right, right. now, you're only flipping for either less or pennies. Yeah, pennies, dude, I pennies, got robbed pennies. on that car I had to buy. Yeah, you get fucked. Yeah, dude, I just traded in my Camaro. Yep. 2017. You got some uh, fucking big SUV. Yep, it's outside. It's a 2018 Tahoe. Jesus Christ. So I bought the Camaro. What are you doing with the Tahoe? Huh? What are you doing with the Tahoe? You just like to have like. Well, the reason I'm getting is (laughs) because. Yeah, we film a lot in there. Same setup. Uh, Microphones, headsets. Um, But no, uh, I I don't have any car credit, right? Only being 20, I don't have big loans in my name. Yeah. So this is like talking to the salesman, right? Ropes me in. Get the SUV for now. Build up the car credit. Yeah, you got to build up car credit. Trade it in in six months and get the Camaro Zero One, which is what yes. I really want, which is like the Hellcat of the Camaro. Yeah, what's up with you guys out here in Ohio loving these, like... American cars? Muscle cars. Dude, I'm not into it. I was when I first started the business. You just, like... You guys it's, all it's get the same car. It's all, like, Hellcats yeah. and fucking... In he showed me a picture of a dream car. It was a Honda Odyssey from 2008. <laughs> yep. Want the Odyssey real What bad. is your guys' dream cars? Dude, I want got, a Rolls Royce, bro. We saw a yeah. murdered out, out here bro. today, all black like new oh, one. Dude, but the thing nothing. is, the our, uh, like Dan and Bull both have like Maseratis, right? Yeah. Uh, Bulls had like Bentleys before, right? Yeah. Marcus has got back when they're big Teslas, MGs, Bentleys. Yeah. He had a Ferrari at one point. I think it's like a. It's more like practical, more a little bit to get the, like those American muscle cars up front. Yeah, they they're a little cheaper. Bit longer. And like the V8s for those are no longer getting produced. Yeah. Because, like, the electric cars. Yeah. So they actually hold more higher value over time. That's definitely not why we bought them, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. You just waste it. It's just, it's just like, you know, when you come into the business, you, you buy into your MJ, RJ's, like, culture mindset. Yeah. So, like, when I came in, I was just like, dude, I want to be like these guys. Condos and Hellcats. Plus, dude, driving down the freeway. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, like, just ripping them ripping. around. Like, everyone's attention. Dude, my F-Type was the loudest. Like, yeah. way louder than any of them Hellcats. And yeah, shit, but the dude. power with the, with the loudness. Chumata, yeah, I mean, Chumata I had a tune. Right. I had a tune. So, I had a stage one tune, and then I had... Had uh, some type of fucking delete. I don't know that much about muffler cars. delete. Muffler delete. I don't know if it was a muffler delete. That's Maybe it was, it was, but it was loud as fuck, dude. Like it was. Like, I know. I remember. I got pulled shit. over so many times down this. For the noise. Yep. For the noise. And the funniest time was like, uh, what do you even do for this car? Like, he's like <laughs> no <laughs> way. <laughs> Seriously. I was like, Cheetos on the shirt. Boxers like, on. Man, I hate to admit it to you, but I'm a movie star. No, <laughs> 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 nah, but uh. But yeah, no, that was that was fucking funny. But uh, that actually inspired me to get a lawyer. So now I have like a little lawyer, somewhat on retainer. I just refer him to. I'm he just sorry. yeah, basically anybody that needs any type of legal assistance, I make them work with him. So he gets a couple deals a month out of out of here. And I mean, he's kept me good, dude. You know what I mean? Because I had a few speeding things this year of like stupid things. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro, cats, cats catching me. Dude, Chicago's sneaky. Yeah, they're sneaky as hell. It's so dude, weird to me. Like rolling on red lights. Doing five over. Yeah, I was oh. getting emails with pictures. Like when I came that's here probably last Ohio year. though. No, no, no. Here, 
Oh, I went out real? here for a trip last April. Yeah. After March Madness. Being reckless. And I came back with like $500 in tickets somehow. Yeah. Mailed to my mom's see, house. that was happening to me That's all crazy. the time. I didn't even know. In the field, that was happening to me and Sam all the time. Um, What was the other thing I wanted to get in? What about passions outside of the business? What do you guys really like? Um, I would say me personally. I mean, I think it's pretty much what we do. I'm like obsessed like with the business, like working out. Yeah. Um, Like... It's like what I was like into in high school, like graphic design a little bit. Yeah. So like whenever you guys like get the team tees and stuff, I like try to whip them up, show Dan and Bull. Yep. Okay. Something cool like that, like the, the creative side of it. I guess. So you sure. like to knit? What else? Yeah. <laughs> knit, make slippers and shit. Dude, I, I I'm really into like uh like you know obviously self self care in the gym. So like between working out, fighting. Yeah. Really big into MA. You know between Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, Muay Thai. You got into Jiu Jitsu? I do jujitsu. Jujitsu is something I still have to. Yeah, you got to get into. Get into it. I'm trying to really get my my striking is what I'm. I'm really into Muay Thai right now. So yeah. all my MMA training is is, uh, you know, I'm still training MMA every day. It's just uh, striking. So He's got a bag you... outside of his house. I, mean, I got a bag the there. Bag yeah, in my gym. I seen yeah. the bag. Kick, kicking and grunting and shit. Yeah, I see that. I see it. Yeah, bro, so I'm where do you train the Muay Thai? Dude, uh, Ron, there's a center in Columbus that I want to get into called Ronan, but I really just do it my. Between myself and then my dad had a had a person in Columbus that's some jujitsu person and another Muay Thai hit them up a little, but mainly just myself, like yeah. videos online, like yep. just taught myself, got myself a good base, and then just you know working through the basics day in and day out to per- perfect them, like until I'm ready, feel like I'm good enough at throwing basic strikes, yeah, to go to the, you know the next level, which would be you know learning really advanced combos, techniques, and striking, and then, you know, yep. introduce jujitsu into it and become an all-around That's fighter. the sweetest thing about, like, combat sports. Yeah. Like, you walk around, like, everyday people, like, him, for example, you'd be like, oh, there's no way, but, like, low-key, if he's, like, a black belt, you'd be like, oh, you fucked me up. Yeah, yeah just different. Like, you know it, what I mean? It, absolutely. Yeah, you can't, like, get like, enough. <laughs> yeah. Reading books. Yep. Definitely, like, just everything I think What's your guys that helps you book? more into the business. What's your favorite book? He likes the oh. Barney color in the holes. Um, me personally is winning by Tim Grover. Winning by Tim movie. Grover, it's a good one, yeah. dude. I, I'd like, say Seven Habits of Highly Effective People changed my life. Yeah, as a man thinketh, huge, yep. huge books. I'm yeah. reading Power, which is interesting right now. I can't tell if I'm reading it and it's right or if it's wrong, because <laughs> you read like John Maxwell and then you read Power and you're like, Shit, yeah, it contradicts itself. You know, yeah, absolutely. Two different types of leadership styles. So I'm kind of in the process of figuring that out. Yeah, like finding that balance of what it is you're gonna do. Yeah, it's hard, bro. It yeah. was like that winning book with Tim Grover. Like I like reading that one because he's got like the examples of how he uses it. Yeah. So just give you like the cut and cook. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like easier to be able to like identify that and be able to apply it to what we do because you've yeah. already seen how the examples work. You know yeah. what I mean? So plus you get to hear about like Kobe and all of them. So. What is in correspondence with business? What is your guys's best month total AOP? Forty thousand. Forty thousand. We just did that two months ago. Not bad. Team wise, we just did ninety k in January, which was our best month, and I think How my best month's twenty five. Let's go. Yeah, dude. Not bad. What's your guys' best week? Fourteen thousand. Yeah, I just hit thirteen a couple weeks ago. Not bad. All virtual. No Mine's, drive time. Mine's twenty six. No lead expense. Twenty six thousand a week. Twenty six thousand. No drive time. It's like, nah, all drive time. <laughs> in the field? Yeah, all drive yeah, that's time. That's nuts, bro. That's all insane. Door yeah, dude, especially like running behind Chuma and shit. He's dropped like 50, 60 in a K in a month. Yeah. He knows how to get, he knows how to set up a schedule. Yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah, For all real. day, all night. That's the schedule. 
Yeah. Run all day, all night. All day, all Pay night. Pay someone dog. to call for you. Yes. Fuck, yeah. you got to. That's what. That's what I did. My biggest week is I had Sam calling for me. You have to. Oh God. You know you, you called door knocked all day. It takes away your time from running points. That's Absolutely. You had him door knocking for you. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we would oh, start like at seven a.m. Uh, yeah, we. I mean, he would call all day, but we would start door knocking together and calling together at seven a.m. So we'd you. have it set up. So like somebody well. opened, he'd be like, "Grab you or go in," or he'd be like, "All right, we'll come back." Yeah, we'll come back. I yep. got you. Yep. So, biggest months, biggest personal productions. Um, next thing I wanted to get into is probably favorite food. And then I'm going to go into favorite, like, movies and shit. Favorite food? Yeah. Dude, hibachi. But so good. Do you have a favorite restaurant? Uh, there's a place up in uh, Columbus. It's like House of Japan. That's pretty typical. Um, but here recently, bro, steaks. Steaks? So good. Capital Grill had a couple good ones yesterday. Yeah, we tried Capital Grill right this time. Yeah, you should have told. We him. saw we saw Arius Stelavic, the wine cabinet. Yeah, brother. it's just sweet. It had like Capri Suns and shit in that. Yeah, it did. It did. Said, no. I usually just get a little Kool Aid <laughs> thing in there. No, but there's like a high Park place down in Columbus that's pretty good too. Yeah, it's pretty chill. Eddie, Eddie Merlot's we have in Columbus. It's yeah, by that player's place you were talking about. What's Bulldog and their favorites? Bulldog and Hartwick. What do they like? They just eat at home. Or Dan loves. One of those like uh, meal service, like throw in the microwave yeah, type Eddie deals. Marlo, Eddie Merlot's. Yeah, Dan <laughs> like likes to. Bulldog, I don't know, they don't go out. I don't think Bulldog's they go out a big. Uh, he's like he's our barbecue guy. Yeah. If you ever follow him on Instagram yeah. or Snapchat, barbecue. He be smoking hella meats. Yes. He does. <laughs> he, he's got a nice ass meat smoker. Oh, uh, dude, I had a crazy one down in Lincoln, Nebraska. I had a twenty five hundred dollar Traeger grill. Holy really? Shit. Yeah, left it down there. Yeah, that'd be sweet. He always be cooking it up. He'd be the ribs. Like every time we have like leadership to get together's. Yeah. He's got the ribs, the chicken, yeah. ribs smoked. and everything ready to go. Man's got chicken and rice and broccoli on hand. Their cribs are dope as fuck. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah pools both in the background. Have you ever seen? That? Have you been to Dan's basement at all? Over into his house? No. Yeah, whole gym, there, tanning bed, sauna, sauna. I think. Damn, it's got it pretty all. cool. Yep, it's very cool. Bulldog's more of like the typical like I made it in business like sweet ass house. Yeah, Super his cars modern. were sweet. He had like I remember he flipped his garage when I came in and I just saw like Cadillac, Maserati, another Maserati, Bo RV outside. But in his basement, he's got it all decked out in like wrestling stuff. Yeah, I know. Like Hulk Hogan. Love like w- you guys yeah. love WWE. He, no, he loves WWE <laughs> and the Steelers, yeah. bro. You guys love. I'm like, yeah. what's up? Why is everybody's Dude, the birthday pictures, from WWE? Yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. You guys are. I, I don't they be doing some people dirty sometimes. I'll be honest. They do me dirty every time, bro. How <laughs> do you look at him like? What's up with this WWE? I hit up our our like director of like that shit. I was like, hey man, can you please not post this, please? Like, <laughs> I look terrible. <laughs> Submit a different picture, bro. <laughs> Responds. Hey, he's like, Dylan. he's like, is this better? And it's got like, it made it worse. I'm like, man, are you doing this on purpose or like, <laughs> you're hey. trying to make me look terrible? <laughs> hey, Honestly. Dylan, thanks for the reach out. Can you go fuck yourself? <laughs> <laughs> he takes like the the warp tool and just. That's hilarious. What about your space. favorite restaurant, Zartman? Dude, I, there's a place in Easton, right? The place that you stop by, yeah. called Mitchell's Ocean Club, bro. I've probably been there. It's incredible. Yeah, it's like seafood. Is it Prime like State. right in there? Yeah, it's like on a top floor. Because I had floor. this crazy ass place. Oh, I don't know. I think it was more of like a on um, first floor, ground floor. <laughs> yeah, well, you go upstairs and it's like a nice steakhouse Sorry, restaurant. Okay. Yeah. Mitchell's but Ocean I, Club. It's weird. Over Actually, time, I might have been to Mitchell's Ocean Club with Brody because we drove out to the Easton Center for some reason to eat. Yeah, really? that's probably what it was yeah. for, bro. Yeah. It's like a. It's like if people are eating. In he Easton, got the coolest eating. car in the company. The McLaren. Yeah, bro, the McLaren's yeah. insane. All this dude. money out here, these cats don't know what cars to buy. I would have a Lamborghini. You know what I mean? Like yeah, as, dude. As, you, as soon yeah. as as soon as my shit liquidates, I'm going Lambo. Lambo. Tw- I, th- I feel like. 
Yeah, but I what are you like, gonna drive during the winter, bro? Yeah, just get I got rid the of Ram. It? You gonna oh, keep, keep them both? Yes, bro. Back up to that two thousand dollar insurance bill. Yeah, I don't. But that's the thing is, I gotta find a balance of the Lambo's gonna probably run me four grand. I was gonna say one of the month. one of the guys in our deal, Shit. Brian Jessica, used to have a Lambo a couple years ago. <laughs> yes. It was like orange. Need it was crazy like a, la- no, I need a gold one. Gold one? Oh, yeah. shit. You know how to get it wrapped. So. Yeah, go- I either want a gold, gold or like chrome. Star Wars is like my favorite, so I could see like, a, on the hood. like a Darth Maul. Oh, God. You know what I mean? Darth Maul Lambo. <laughs> yeah, like black bought. and red, like lightning type I'd of you're in a mo- You're really into movies, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I turn all these guys on the movies. Dude, you know yeah. All these guys. You realize they can, a lot well, of them are good to watch, like yeah, for mindset and shit, bro. If you, well, if. I feel like when you watch like the drug movies and shit, you could learn a lot about business. The, the best business people are drug dealers. Yeah, I have to watch some of those. Yeah. Movies. You think you could yeah. do mafia movies? Oh yeah, all, you all those, do it absolutely. All those tyrannical movies. Yes. What's your guys' things. favorite movies? Since we're in it, dude. Lately, I've been I've been watching these those weird are more movies. Like psychedelic, like, like nah. weird, like mind trip movies. No, no, they're not no. like mind trip movies. They're just weird movies that have like deep meaning. Yeah. So, like, if you ever seen a movie called like, Drive by Ryan Gosling with Ryan Gosling, maybe. Yeah, dude, you gotta watch these movies because they're they're real creative, um, but the figures in them I like like they're like the mindsets they're in their own world. Like I don't know, it's it's hard to explain. It's just a creative type movie. Let's look at Drive. Real I know quick. you're into that one, and then you were crying during the Notebook a couple weekends no, ago, and then <laughs> this dude's gonna say a lot of bullshit. <laughs> but then also like you know your class Scarface like Drive. Dude, yeah, it's a good ass movie. Yeah, dude, same with Dylan. He'd be doing some weird shit. Scarface is a classic. Where he like falls in love with that girl. Yeah, and he but he's like a psycho. He like kills people and gets. Is revenge. that the one with the brother that we he drives? Watching? He drives for criminals to get him out of rob yeah. robberies. What's that yeah. one movie we watched last weekend where the dude was like breaking his brother out? Oh, dude, game, uh, good, good time. That's what it's called with Robert Patterson. That movie's insane, dude. What movie? It's a really good mindset movie. It's called Good Time. Good with time. Robert Patterson. So it's insane. So your favorite movie's Drive. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a, yeah, it's one of them. What's That's your fa- What's your like top two, three favorites? Oh, dude, classic is just gonna be you know your basic Scarface. Lo- fell yeah. in love with that movie when I came into the business. You know, um, I think Three Hundred's an incredible movie. You guys have yeah. talked about that, one, but that one's just you know incredible. Um, shit, number one, I don't know. Probably a couple different ones. Yeah. I can probably say for you, probably like Shrek, Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> he likes those real deep thought meeting movies, bro. But not, you know, I keep it light a little bit, like Adam Sandler, those type of like vibe of movies. Nothing yeah. too serious at the same time, but yeah, pain or game. What's called pain or game with like The Rock and Mark yeah. Wahlberg and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's a sick movie. Especially yeah, watching is. through that, like especially being in the business now, you're like, we, yeah. It could, it could be reality a little bit. You know what I mean? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Not like doing illegal stuff, but like just the lifestyle and the stuff that they live a little yeah. bit. It's like sweet to think like that's like yeah. in reality. And when you're a kid, you're like, eh, that's, that's going to be hard to get to. You know nope. what I mean? So it's just cool like growing up. Where's the bit. best desserts? I I've, I had a horrible sweet tooth and then I got a diet four months ago. I started to take the just the working out of mind, body, and spirit. That was the only place I've never been disciplined in is what I eat. So Dude, it's hard. It's the hardest part of it. Yeah, that's the, the most disciplined thing. person I know. I'd be teasing them and shit with Oreos and shit. Yeah. yeah bro, it's day. fucking di- it's brutal though. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard cooks every shit. meal. Oh, day. see, yeah, I, I have someone cook it. I I, got, I went, like, all organic a couple months ago because I feel like like I was thinking, like, after listening to Joe Rogan, I was like, oh, everything you put in your body is yeah, affecting dude. your mind. It's so affecting like, your mind and your hormones. Yeah, you see what's going yeah on with so Joe I'm Rogan? like, I want to have the what is it? Uh, what's going on with Joe Rogan? All that shit. A little bit. Getting, like, canceled off Spotify. Or he didn't get canceled. Pissed. They just removed some episodes. Yeah. yeah. 
Less than like 1%. Because really? I feel like he had 1,800 episodes yeah. or something like that, and they took like 100 down. He'll be fine, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Just a bunch he's of got he's people. got such a good following of fans that are so loyal because he's such a real ass dude. He's the yeah. only person you can trust nowadays, bro. I think. Yeah, for, absolutely. For, for news, for for like information that's not biased, it's Joe Rogan. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's easy to follow. Any girl that tries to talk to me and doesn't, you know, use Joe Rogan as her only news source, I immediately <laughs> stop talking to. Oh yeah, dude. You know I mean? They've been listening to Lizzo and Megan Thee Stallion as their news sources yeah exactly yeah. Dylan He's loves Caller Daddy and that podcast <laughs> and stuff Caller Daddy hilarious <laughs> that's what he posts on his Instagram story I'm glad my BS. girlfriend doesn't listen to that fucking bullshit it's damn damn what about so so what about future visions where do you guys see oh, yourself right. listen, living listen listen doing Lizzo. I mean uh <laughs> I mean, especially with, like, what we have right now with all virtual, right? Like, yeah. I mean, you can pretty much go anywhere. Uh, I will say, though, like, down south, like that Florida kind of vibe where it's yep. warm all the time. Like, being in Ohio, obviously, from Pittsburgh, you know how yeah. these winters can get sometime. Yep. So, like, being around it, like, being summer all time long, big old penthouse on the beach somewhere. Yeah. Boat, caddied somewhere, driver on hand, 50 cars on the bottom, like, underground. Kind of yeah. like uh, what Cristiano Ronaldo has kind of got yeah, going yeah. on. Or that, uh, so, Florida boy, cashed out. Married up to your girl. Out there in the in the beach or sunshine state. Something like that. Yeah. Just married. Yeah. Eight kids or something with your girl you got right now. Not eight. Yeah. Never. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know if I could do more than two, though. Think about it. Like, think yeah. about trying to, like, track four kids. You got to raise them all. You got to feed them, clothe them. Money. Keep can track of them. Time is do the whatever biggest thing you, want, you lose bro. when you got kids, bro. Yeah, but enough money. You yeah, but a, you, you get you a nanny. Be, you want to be a good. I feel like as a dad, like, I want to. The best shit my dad ever did was go to jail. <laughs> yeah You know what made me Shit. the toughest Is, Makes your is story, my bro. parents not being home Right You know what I mean So it's like bit. I'm torn You know It's like Cause I want my kids to be tough as fuck So yeah. I don't know if I like Need to be you know Absent a little bit Yeah I think I, like, I think I'm, Yeah I think I'm gonna just You know Go over there You're not getting a hug bitch. <laughs> 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 You know what I mean Cause this world This like what if, you, what if you have daughters You're thinking of raising men bro What are you gonna do If you got daughters Buzz They're cuts. gonna be even tougher you know what I mean? I'm like, you're not gonna, you know how they're going to ask you for a hug. You're going to be like, all right, go over there. No way. <laughs> yeah. Your wife would hate you. Nah, 10 push-ups and you too, wife. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and 10 kegels. <laughs> Here, you can use mine. <laughs> Grab That's Dylan's. It's so fucked up. His are brown. They were white. <laughs> practicing hard. What about you, Dylan? Where are you living? What are you driving? What are you doing five, ten years from now? What's the vision, man? He loves the boonies down there in West Virginia. Bro, I just think, like, wherever the Lord's will, like, will is. I just, like, the business, bro, I got to make sure that I'm, you know, I, hopefully an MJRJ, massive MJRJ, huge deal. Yep. Popping, excellent leader. Got a lot of people that have changed their lives. Um, millionaire. And then, you know, some are warm, but I think it just revolves around the business, like where the business is gonna be. I'm open to living wherever. Yeah, I think I get in a you place put like a, build a nice house. Wherever. Yeah, like you have a mansion one place down south. You have one back home where your family's at. You know what I mean? Like kind of like what Marcus does helps like helps his family out. Not like in that sense, but like yeah, has them all situated and settled in. You know, what I think mean? I think married definitely with with a, with a few kids. But then again, I don't know, man. I, I like I like being alone. So like being in a relationship being is alone. hard for me sometimes. Yeah. Cause Cause when I'm alone is where I've learned and and found myself yep. and like got myself through really tough and dark shit. Yes, so like, same. So like that alone time when you get when you get a person that you really fully connect yourself with, it's hard because you still feel like that alone 
your yourself is the only person you can rely on. Yep. It can be destructive in a relationship, right? So I'm like learning all this shit, and I'm like, damn. Like I, I would love to get married, but then again, I'm like such a like, so like nervous that I'll never be able to have fully my own dark like side alone, like a plan B, you know, of just yourself. Plan B's. Like, like my plan B's always just like yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was checking out a couple spots under the highways here at Chicago. Yeah, dark side. Get some real estate there. Get dark. Plan yeah. B. It. Sometimes get back into work mode. Like yeah, that shit. There's a lot of shit that so can distract. What's your you, dream like, cars? Up. Oh, Rolls Royce, bro, and I really fucking, but in the near future, Mercedes again. When I can get my fucking insurance down from that wreck with no act, no accident and sell the piece of shit car I'm driving now. Yeah. Pay off the other loan from the other car, too. Finish yeah. that. Then, uh, like, an AMG Mercedes. Yep. Go the, go the luxury side. Yes. With the setup, you know what I mean? Like, sports car, family car, a truck, boat. Yeah. Got it all. You know what I mean? To tow it. Like, I think Bulldog has, like... Probably the best setup out of everyone. Yeah, he got a fire setup. He's got a big ass like Ford F one fifty tank. He got rid of the white Maserati though, yeah, which I thought was. He so had sick. it though. You know yeah. what I mean? And the boat. Loud. Yeah. Mozzie. He did it all. He told me at the last little SGA event we were at the Cowboys he was like, I've been doing cars for the last fifteen, He's twenty cars, years. Yeah. He's you into that I mean? toy barn place down by Columbus. Toy barn. What? It's like a luxury like auto dealership. I have no idea what the fuck it is. Well, Double Dublin. Ohio's like a huge capital for car buying. Like a lot of people come down there. It's like a special spot in the United States. It's like it's a place where like you get like a Brody private car. private yeah. Ferrari dealers, private Lincoln, Mercedes, all down to like Lambos, yep. you know, Brody's, McLaren type cars. Truck, Lambo, Lambo, yeah, Lambo, and then probably a jet. A where jet. do you see yourself in the future, though? Family, kids, possibly, if war allows it. Yeah, see you know what I mean. Yeah, that's if war allows about, it, brother. Bro. Lambo, Lambo truck. What, what do you mean I'm by when you a, say that? I'm always aggressive. If war allows it, like if your current business allows <laughs> like it, like in my mind, like you know, I'm not doing insurance and, uh, uh, you know what I mean, like living in this world. You know, in my mind, I'm like still in that fucking like <laughs> Spartan like world. Like in here, like in the fucked up parts of like how my like how I perceive the world, it's it, everything's war. So you know in right my now. favorite movie is like Troy. Yeah. King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Was saying that though. Three hundred. Your mindset. So like so I you, just everything is war to me. It's a, so it's like so work your war, your work, your environment yeah, comes e above a female, every breath. Uh, like a girl. Every like breath is just pursuit of excellence. You know what I mean. So it's yeah. like there is no opportunity in in the pursuit of greatness for me to stoop down to anything that could control or limit or minimize my emotions from victory. You know what I mean. Right. So it's like you know one of my favorite favorite things to try to embody is. You know, I would rather die before surrendering. You know what I mean? And I, per, I no perceive, prisoners. I yeah, no prisoners. And I perceive everything in my mind is, you know what I mean? Like if it's not a, if it's not a victory, you surrendered. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you aren't constantly pursuing what it is you desire, right. then you gave up. And uh, you know, I think what's been stained and burned and beaten into me as a kid, I can, I can remember all the nights that my dad used to just beat the shit out of me, just, just for, just for the fun of it you know what i mean and like yeah i get ex like in a really fucked up way <laughs> i get like excited thinking about it i i'm like like i remember like i remember starting like uh you know we had like our little you know fight club you know it's when i was in sa you know what i mean great, great <laughs> in, movie. in our in our in our basement you know what i mean so it's like the crib and i had this yeah and i had this kid i grew up with and we were kind of like similar minded and it's like you know there was no, there was nothing i love more than just getting punched in the face you know what i mean it's like bleeding 
and sweating. And you like, got that. Yeah, bro. We, we would just start punching each other in the face, and I was like, this is the best time of my life. You know? Yeah, bro, that's a pent, that's that pent <laughs> yeah. up emotional Please. like outlet. Break me, break my fucking face. Yeah, Please. dude, I remember coming into work and so I was like, yeah, you got to stop doing that. Because <laughs> we wouldn't wear mouth guards or anything. You so guys like, were just oh bare knuckle box. Yeah, we were just bare knuckle box. In the Nebraska, I mean, no, no, no this was back that. in yeah, this was when right you got before the house, bro. Yeah, bro, when me and Sam had the house. Guys. Yeah, when I came into the business, I remember. I think it's right, right before, right before you guys left. Yeah. Yeah, I got on Probably. Instagram, bro, and I found I found you, and I found Simon. So I was obsessed with this shit, right? Like, this was my life. I was living with Chuma because my parents kicked me out for, you know, doing drugs and selling life insurance. Dropped out of college. So this was, like, what I was obsessed with. And I saw you guys, and you were making money, but you guys had just bought this big mansion. Like, I saw it yeah. all the way to now, and it's crazy. But, yeah, bro, and then listen to the stories of how you fucking... We're just having that fight club in the basement, just beating the shit out of Dude, each other. Dude, I remember head kicking that kid once because oh we grew God. up the same. And like, <laughs> that was probably one of the scariest moments of my life because he like did that lockout shit. Oh, yeah. And when I was you like, knock him out cold. Yeah. Bro. And I was like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? You might have killed this fuck. Yeah. Man. So, and, and then this other time, we were like going around the wall and we were just one, two in each other. And like, I'm like you, I, I kind of get like emotional. <laughs> yeah, bro. You're not going to lose. Oh, you yeah, got to no. fucking win or else you're going to die. That's, I know. What, that's why fighting, bro, because you got that mindset, right? When you got a fighter's mindset, when you know MMA, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, whatever MMA you know, you know, like, you're number one. You have a lethal skill like that. Yeah. If anyone on the street sees you and they cross you, like you're gonna fuck them up horribly. Yeah. Right. But then you also know some that you're a little crazy, right? Like you yes. can't fight normally because, like, when we go into fight, bro. Like, if I'm not in a ring, then I'm fighting like for war, like you said. Yeah. Like I'm going to die or or win. <laughs> I will, I refuse to him, get accept failure. <laughs> Yesterday they didn't put ice cubes in his chocolate milk at Capitol Grill. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I remember punching this. <laughs> I remember punching this kid, and we were close to the wall. And I don't know how this like this lined up. We're already bloody as fuck. And I punch this kid, and he hits his head off the wall and comes back and somehow hit his head again off my face. <laughs> you know, I was like, fuck that. and, I, and blood went everywhere. And like Rob had his clothes downstairs, and we had like our clothes. Uh, Rob, oh, bro, and oh, he was Rob's like, oh my clothes. There's just blood. There's blood all over the walls. There's blood everywhere. Dude. You and you and Rob and John never scrap. They knew better, yeah. No, they yeah. never got into that. Robin John not, in, not intentionally. With other people. No, I no. mean I used to make them, you know, like roll with each other. You know, just yeah. like if like my old culture was more of like a like like I would allow everything in my mind to kind of come out and kind of indoctrinate my culture around like yeah bro late, you look at your hardest motherfuckers yeah. rom and john were with you from day one but look at them bro they're yeah, like no. killers if you're yeah if you're late we roll if you're if you're <laughs> <laughs> you didn't make 300 dials you're yeah. getting you fought you don't choke me out you're not getting these. yeah if you're late if you're late we roll if uh i don't like the way your face looks we roll <laughs> like, like yeah shit. like people like pouting or shit like yeah, we roll. You know, you say some stupid shit, we roll. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, fuck yeah. You don't come to church? Oh, dude, I've I have tried to beat so many people up for not. Coming. I was like your parents. I was forcing yeah, these guys dude, to come to church. I was like, yeah, you're I'm yeah. like, you're coming to get this fucking Jesus, or I'm gonna bring you it. <laughs> yeah, bro. See, yeah. but but my parents were more like the size. They're like, why would you say the f word in the sense of Jesus? That's so. Sad. But to me, it's not, bro. Like, so I walked away from my faith. Like, wanted nothing to do with God for a long time. Yeah. And then that's when, you know, I went to FFL. Yes. I'm glad dude. you bring it up because I was like, before we close out, I wanted to kind of get like an inside scoop for some people. Oh, yeah, dude. That was a, that was a really dark period in my life. Yeah. Right? So I'd been in AIL um, for a couple of years. I, no, not a couple of years. What am I saying? A couple months. Yeah. 
had success, right? Yeah, I remember Finally, you had success. Yeah, like like four weeks I had blanked. Like oh, I got that story like somewhere Rob's where I was just awful and working, you know, five a.m., ten p.m. every day, every week. It was just hard. I, I like law. I like finally made it. Was making sales, making a lot of money. And the dude that brought me into the business taught me everything I know. Cam Russell. He uh he left right. Yeah. He goes to FFL randomly. I think he's down in Florida, like hanging out with this new girl he found. But he's like doing FFL the whole time. Yeah. So I lose my GA. Chuma was, you know, my brother at that time, bro. Like he brought me in, taught me more when Cam like left. Let me live with him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for a period of time when my parents kicked me out and I had nowhere to go, not enough money because I wasn't doing good in insurance. Yeah. I was spending there four months. It still wasn't making enough money to afford my own apartment. Yeah. Had like $2,000 in my account, lived with him, stacked up. Then I reconnected with Cam, was talking to him, and, you know, he started telling me these things like it's 100% commission. Um, the field is way more enjoyable than being online. Is he still online. there? Yes, he is still there. Dang. The field is way more enjoyable being online. Um, and that you'll, everyone's like insured and everyone buys. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. The leads are incredible because everyone buys, everyone buys. It's so much better. Everyone yeah. buys. Right. So I go there. First thing I noticed the biggest thing, but I kind of didn't care cause I was in like an ego play. I wanted to dominate, make more money Yeah, yeah. and be honestly have an easier way. Yeah. Yeah. I thought FL would be easier than AIL less dials, you know, the stuff that we don't like to do and sacrifice. And I thought that I would make way more money. Yeah. So when I came in, bro, the biggest thing is it's just all these dudes and they're just in this like musty ass office. It smells like mildew, bro. And, <laughs> and there's no like leadership. They're yeah, all yeah. just a bunch of like random, like dudes that you would like, almost like sell life insurance too. Like they, they just seemed like very <laughs> mentally yeah, like just weirdos in my opinion. I only, I was only cool with my buddy Cam though. So like I buy my first lead pack. You have to buy your own leads. And if you've ever gotten final expense vendor leads, that's what they're like. Yeah. You're right. So he's like, these are the average leads. If you're good, you can rip these like me and you don't, and you can dial them. And they're cheaper than the mortgage leads. The mortgage leads are like 40 bucks a lead. Yeah. Crazy expensive. You'll get 15 leads and spend 1500 a week. And those are the leads that are apparently really good leads. They, uh, they're, they send requests for mortgage insurance. Right. So I get this pack of like 250 final expense leads. I call them and like calling. There's the first time I noticed that was way worse than the, I called all day and set three appointments. If you've ever called vendor leads, you know, you're supposed to be like, they teach you to just not like opposed to AIL and sounding exciting and servicing on the phone. You sound like boring. Like, Hey Joe, you know, I'm just coming here. Your, your benefits that you requested benefits office here and you know, wherever they, uh, they're going to be like, no, I'm not interested. Don't want insurance. Hang up, hang up. And the, the odds of people picking up are much lower. So I made about like 400, 500 dials in a day and only set three appointments let alone you're in the field now. So you got to drive to areas that aren't where you're currently living every day. Um, you make your own schedule. There is no like you're under this person and this person. You just do whatever you want, basically. Um, what I just noticed like right off the bat is I'm not going to make any fucking money. I spent $800 on that lead pack in a week and made zero money off it. And my buddy that was with me, he was making money. So I left within two weeks of FFL. I, I came back to AIL and I, I realized that, A, I needed leadership. I needed to learn. Why do they recruit so hard? 
because their tactic is they don't want to you bring in them. new people. They have a way that they can see new agents that are coming through, and they specifically. But like, make, if you don't make, do they make money off recruiting no. people? No, they, no. So that's another thing. How you retire there is you sell your agent, your 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 uh, book of business, your book of business to, to the integrity a, people. A integrity people, and they yep. buy you out. For apparently millions of dollars, yeah. right? All these people are claiming they wrote four hundred thousand last month, but literally, oh, bro, I just car. not an ego thing, but they were driving Hondas, like wearing like Carhartt jeans. Couldn't I've never seen shit. any money. Yeah, they, never no, no, I never see any money. No one would show me a an actual bank account. No one would show me a ten ninety nine. I never saw tax tax money, so I never saw any of the money that was there. Even Cam, my buddy, I didn't see any money. Now, are you guys still buddies? No, no, we don't talk much. Oh, okay. No. He, know, he knows who I am. I know who he is. Yeah. It's just, you know, it is. It is say, what it is. Yeah, I'm not going to waste energy being enemies. In, in American income. So you recruited Cam. No, so like Cam I was looking for an internship. Trained both of us. I've known oh, okay. Cam since I was like little. We grew up oh, in the same neighborhood. okay. Like we reconnected when I was in high school or a little bit later when I was in college, like working out at the gym. I was like, I remember you. He's like, oh yeah, you're Nick Cam, right? The re, yeah. Followed him on Instagram a little bit. Yeah. So I'm like posted his insurance license. I was like. Bro, you're not in college. How, so, how are you doing insurance? The reason they recruit, though, to, like you were saying, bro, is because that you have to remember 90% of their company is made up of past AIL yeah. people, right? So my uplines were this guy named Kurt, Cam, Dario. They're all past agents from my agency doing FFL. So, so the, the way they're like taught to recruit. Failed agents? Yeah, they just did. I don't know. They just didn't, just didn't do well. Didn't Some mesh. of them did do well, though, yeah. and went there. It doesn't make any sense. That's what I'm saying. Like the but they, well up front. they're trained on recruiting people that are already a license specifically at American Income. It's weird. Because they believe that their culture is way better. They need to save people from American and blah, blah, blah. But there's no culture, bro. There's no culture. So yeah. I, I needed culture. I needed leadership in my life. I want to continually grow myself so I can learn to handle things outside of the business and in life. That are going to help you. And I heard, and I, I could be wrong. You know what I mean? I wish the best for just people in Me general. too. You know me what too. Mean? This you is nothing I mean? against If you're FFL, AFL, yeah. whoever, you know what I mean? I, I could give a fuck less what you this got. Is just I wish my the best experience. for you. Yes, now, sir. I've heard that the leads that you do buy, though, are recycled. They are. So there is no, like, at American Income, we cannot, like, replace someone's policy, a.k.a. tell them to cancel this policy and get a new policy. Yeah. I could have bought the same lead pack that another FFL agent sat with last week and sold them a policy, but instead of them saying, okay, that's a duplicate lead, we're trained on, oh, go sell them a better policy. Yeah. So what you end up doing is replacing the agent's business. Let's say I wrote, you know, this deal last week. I could find out literally in the next week that another agent went out there, told the client to cancel that policy and get this policy, and then I lost that deal. Also, chargebacks were the biggest thing. If you stop working, your chargebacks accrue so high that you have to dig yourself out of a hole. So 20% of all business you write falls off automatically. So the way they do their numbers is they're like, this is a chargeback. Oh, yeah, I wrote 7K. You know, three of it will automatically charge off, you know, chargeback, but it's all good. So And you can only get 100% commission. This is the biggest thing through one carrier, which I'm, is America. America. Yes, and it's very hard to get hard. people... And it's expensive. Yes, it is. So my buddy Mason, uh, one of my closest friends as well, he actually did well there. He wrote like you know three to five thousand one week, and he didn't get paid on until about two months later. And it was not even close to what they said he would get paid on. He got paid like seven hundred. So is he still there? No, he left as well. So did he? He couldn't make guys, it. Did you guys bring him back? No, he didn't do well at AIL either. Oh, okay. He's, he's just a he's a blue collar guy. He likes yeah. well. He's into welding now. So he's welding. He's doing well. It works for him. That's good. You're like seeing yeah. like the physical results of like your work. Yeah. Like welding. Yeah. You're like all yeah. the pipes together. Yep. Blue collar. 
<laughs> but yeah, this is not once again not against you know FL at all. I I'm just this is my ones, experience. Yeah. This is just my personal experience. If you if you're it's working for you, then it's working. And for then you. renewals. Great. Yeah, so you don't get you don't. You just got to sell your business to Integrity yeah. and hope they pay you. Yeah. And you got to hope you get to a million dollars a yeah. month and hope they'll buy pay for a million. You can get a team under you too, but you basically are just. How FL works is you, everyone has to be a top producer. Yeah. And everybody is an agent. Yeah, no one's, there is no, there is no teams. It's like FFL Limitless, FFL Hibbity Hibbity. FFL, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like. FFL Ascendancy, yeah. They're all just, uh, when you teach an agent, you're not teaching them to be an agent like we with leadership and bring more people in, teach them, change their lives. You're ta taught to make another producer. Yeah. So you're all just producers. So it's a very, why it doesn't work is everyone's in it for themselves. Because it's all a very independent thing. You're not attached to any of the people. They try to kind of make that sound good. Oh, you have no one ahead of you, you know, telling you this. You have no one coded to you, so you don't have to worry about, you know, losing money in leadership. It's interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. But, you know, I, I knew it was for the wrong reasons in my life. I was, A, looking for an e easier way to do things. Yep. Um, and, and, B, I was not doing any of my MBS so I became obsessed with greed, ego, yeah, pride, yeah. things that destroy men. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I almost lost everything. You know, I, I had to get on my knees. You know, I, I basically begged, you know, to get my job back, bro. I wanted my Let job back. Let him finish, back. dog. Let him get off of his knees. Christ. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> but yeah, I, I had to beg for my job back, man, because I knew AIO was the only thing that could give me what changed my life in the first place, which is the Lord, you know, fucking purpose in life, dude. You know, I, I was I was struggling with depression, bro, because I can't yeah. find purpose. Mental health. The is reason huge. I went to FFL was part of the reason was when I got everything I wanted from the company. What drove me when I first started was materialistic things, cars, yeah. you know, money, girls, like being able to go to bottle service and just drop tons and tons of money, right? Yeah, yeah. And so this is how I originally met my my girlfriend. So she's come with me through, you know, all this all this journey of me just blowing money in Chicago, getting bottle service every night. You know, just doing dumb shit, dude. And then yes. I, I like, almost lost all my money because I was just so depressed, just blowing it all, and I wasn't working, right? Yeah. So I wasn't making any income, and then I went to FL because I wasn't doing MBS. I didn't had no drive or purpose in life. Yeah. So I just went out and spent all the money I had, had made, and then I basically came back to L and had to rebuild it all back up. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the week before was weird. Yeah, before he left. it always is. People always have their mind made up a couple weeks before. It is. Dude. Yeah, you you'll notice it lot. because that's what they yeah. teach us. They say you can't tell anyone at American Income that you're leaving until we get you he's licensed. Because the they're gonna do this, this, this. And we gotta be able to do this, this, and this. Yeah. Hey, he's sitting there like he's like, "Take him, feeling burnt out." He's like, "I can't do it, bro." I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? You just fucking. I was talking to him last week. Yeah. Dog, what are you talking about? I yeah. was I was feeling depressed because I was like, "Am I gonna call forever? Right? Am I gonna dial forever? Yeah. Am I never gonna be able to have a family? Am I missing out on the things in life that people were telling me are fun? Traveling, going, you know, doing these things, bro. And it's really hard. Like the journey American Income takes you on because you you find a purpose. I think in something so special and unique that ninety percent of the world can't find. Yeah, aka a purpose in in what I believe to be God. Yeah, you know, what drives me to work so hard now every day in yeah. that build up process. I get huge goals and visions for what I'm going to do in this company. And I know I'm going to do them simply because the Lord put me on this, this earth for greatness. And it's yeah. my job as a man to live that greatness. Yeah. Facts. And it, but it's not going to come easy. I got to work. Like he says, Adam had to toil the earth from yeah. because, because sin came into the world, right? So the second he banished Adam and Eve from the garden of Eve, he says, you know, women will have child birth and, you know, pain and childbearing. Yep. And men will always have to toil the earth. So us as men, 
How do you want to be have an abundance for your family if you are not willing to toil, bro? That's like hard ass work. Yeah. Don't be a bum. Work. Yep. Get to work. Don't be a bum, Tyler. <laughs> Bill is a bum, bro. Yeah, I'm Don't a bum, be a bro. bum, bro. Look at that sweatpants he stole from right? some dude on the side of the street. <laughs> I believe it, dude. Dude, I believe it. What else? What else you guys want to talk about? I think we're an hour and a half in. Shit. Yeah, dude. I don't yeah, know. Just like ripped an hour and a half. Just in general, like it's like uh, just cool to reflect. You know, from like if you think about like how you started and when you came in. Yeah. Right. Like your thoughts then, your mentality, your attitude, um, thought process then. Yeah. Compared to like as much time as you poured into yourself over, you know, a year, year and a half, and when something bad or good happens to you, the way like your mind processes it now, it's yeah. a lot more filtered, a lot more structured. There's hmm. a lot more like routes that it takes rather than just like Absolutely. being like thrown paint at the wall. Yeah. So it looks, it's, yeah. It's just cool to like think about. You know what I mean? Yep. Like if somebody cuts you off, right, you're still pissed about it, but you're like, all right, maybe they're just having a bad day a little bit more. I don't know. Facts. You, a little more like thought. Mature. Yeah. Mature very quickly. Facts. This sure. is just surreal for me, bro. Like, I don't think you guys understand, like, you, Rob, and John, bro, when I came into the business, like, how much I looked up to you guys. Like, you guys were the pissed. top dogs, right? Dude, so, like, everything you guys did, I was, like, just copying, man. Yeah. All the way down to drinking essential water, bro. I yeah. was like, these fucking cats Love are drinking essential water, so I'm going to drink this shit. I don't yeah. know what it does, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. I was like, copying everything, bro, because copycat business, I was obsessed with, you know, Simon Ayers, what he was doing on Instagram, all that shit, bro. Yep. So, I remember John, you, and Rob got on a cash money call for March Madness. Yeah. And I was, like, two months in, and it changed my whole way of thinking. You know, John's like, I don't leave the house without a fifty dollar check. Like I can remember vividly yeah. taking notes on everything you said, bro. And like now just to be here shooting a podcast with you, dude, like I've just like Lot It's surreal, bro. Yeah, yeah. I wanna say like surreal. pissed in a bad way. I was like pissed, like fuck man, like how do I get striving that? to yeah. be I mean, great, bro? Like, like, like a month or whatever in, I'm like, these cats are out here in Nebraska living by themselves, making fucking thousands of dollars each week. Hell, I, was making, all, like, I was making as an MGA doing a hundred plus thousand a week. I was making 20, 30 grand a week. Right. Yeah, bro. Like we're trying to get, we to got, that. To, we got to a hundred thousand a week net within six months. And then my ninth month, they promoted me. And I was like, so that's the shit that drives Damn. me now. Yeah. That's what's cool. I don't though. look at it. Like I said, I'm like, okay, fuck. Man. I think like, the biggest thing is that everybody like wants yes. to emulate is like, what, like the culture that you guys had there yeah, and like yeah. striving so hard to like put it into our thing, even while we were still terrible at selling insurance in general, yep. yeah. just trying to like build that quality and that mindset and just like having like a, I want to say like celebrities, but like people to like look up to or forward to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you're in football, like you're in high school or college, you're probably looking at the athletes like, damn. Dude, yeah. How can I get it like that? Do it like that. Even even like for the people that are leaving, bro, and going to FL, like just remember what you're losing. You're losing Tristan, Rob as as like life coaches, people that care about you, dude. Like I lost people that cared about me. And you got to remember like when, when things come up that are hard in life, like you said, death. You know, sadness, things that are really hard yeah. that don't have to do with making more money, greedy. Like, look at your motives when you're actually leaving the car. What are they for? Yeah. Like, if it's for money, like, you got to remember the Lord's going to check everything you, you do, and it's going to come back. There's so, also like, another thing. He's going he's to humble a, you. A lead's a lead. Yeah. People are people. Everyone, Everyone's a person. Like, if yeah. you're a truly good salesman, you can sell a person anything. It just is this, stri- like, the strategy, the way you go about making a sale on whatever product. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Yeah, dude. Facts. So what else do you guys want to shout dude. out? Anything you guys want to bring attention to? You guys, bro, just make sure, like, people are paying attention, like, stay, realizing what, what they are what they got here. Yeah. The leadership they're under. You know, leadership's huge. Where can new listeners find you guys? Instagram, Dylan Zartman. Dylan Zartman. <laughs> or it's Zartman underscore Dylan, I think. It's 
Pig Farts 46. Whatever the fuck on that Facebook. means. What? <laughs> no, but on Instagram, Tyler with two R's, Teague. And then we're not big on if my people Instagram, are though. interested in working really use it. for you guys, with you guys, where can they, where should they contact you if they want to work with you guys? Just hit us up on Insta, Insta or yeah. SSBH.com, dude. SSBH.com. Yeah. Yep. So they're yes, hi- you guys are hiring. Oh, hell yeah. We're hiring. Always hiring. looking to change other people's lives, just Worked like how the, we change ours. We're the longest tenure leadership team. Yes, Ray Smith, Bender, and Artwick. So let's go. So Over you guys, years. you guys, if you guys are out there, you're listening, you're interested in selling some insurance. With even these if guys, you're in college, too. Even if you're in high get school. Get it done. College is in. Yeah. All right, dope. So hit these guys up. Love it. Over and out. AK. Appreciate it.